Hey, Flippers and Mumbers, welcome to the Flips and Mumps podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money. Flips are making that money and the bumps in the road they face along the way. You want to get a hold of this podcast? You know how to do it? Yeah, email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at flipsandbumps. And most importantly, just listen. New episodes drop every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from, which does include YouTube. If you like watching video, this is your week. We got uh, two a new tag team. We called ourselves something before, and, and I don't remember what it is. But anyway, you don't have to worry about that. There's two of us on this podcast. We like to call ourselves the Thrift Seekers. The Thrift Seekers are not here this week. I am the host. My name is Sasha. I'm one half of the Thrift Seekers, if I haven't confused you already. But I'm joined by my dear friend. He's not the video game whisperer. He's not the whole flipping show. Oh, I did have a nickname for him, but I forgot what it was. The horror, horror, flipping, something, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's Goff. What's up, Goff? Hey, what's going on? Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that, that'd that be great. Keep going with the, the nickname. I got a There was something flipping. when uh, it was whole flipping, sh- or whole flipping, whatever. What, what, what do I call Pee-wee? I don't Pee-wee, even... or it's the whole flipping show. Yeah. And so for you, it was going to be the horror something uh, yeah i don't know i should have written written it down i remembered yeah. it about a week ago and uh and and then now so anyway what's up right. welcome to the show you welcome to the flips and Mums podcast you're here for the third time yes the third time um uh, thank you for having me again i i'm still excited every time i get invited and uh you actually gave me a week's uh notice this time so that was better than the few hours uh last yeah, time, last time. <laughs> yeah you know what and that's the thing is like uh, me and you are kind of the same where we feel weird asking people because we don't want to bother people but uh this is a different situation because you always say no i'm i'm totally in if i can do it i'm in just ask me so i did consider uh if you remember, I don't know if you listened to last week's podcast, but I ended the show by basically saying, if I do it by myself, I'm doing a hundred items that I find. And and I went for it because I didn't know if you were going to be involved. And so I legitimately purchased about 75 <laughs> items this week. Uh, and I think we're going to talk about maybe like 30 of them or so. I'm going to save some for another time. And and okay. the other, the rest are just trash. So uh, All right. Perfect. But and now you are in the podcast, so we're going to have all kinds of GST, which is very cool. I'm very happy about that. Uh, for those of you wondering, Peewee, uh, he's got some other stuff going on. Uh, he is on the road right now. He's been on the road for like the past 10 days or so. So the last two episodes that we did of this show, we recorded them in the same night, and we just split everything up, and it was the last two weeks. This week, he was not able to be here. He's he's literally driving home from Florida Uh I think Florida. Uh, that's tentative. It might be Georgia. It might be Alaska. I don't know where he is, but I think it was like a 16-hour drive, and he wasn't going to make it back in time. Yeah. Uh, so, Peewee, be safe. We'll see you hopefully next week. I assume you have some flipping stuff to talk about, and if not, that's cool, too. We'll figure that out as well. Uh, Goff, you are here. We're happy to have you. I want to know, and I've asked you this before, last time you were on the show, because you started flipping a year ago, a little more than a year ago, whatever it was. Yep. Uh, where are you at today in flipping? Are you burnt out? 
was it a mistake for me to call uh, you because you hate flipping? Uh, where are you at, and how's it going with uh, with flipping in your eBay store? Um, this month has actually been pretty good for me uh, by my standards. I'm not going to share those numbers though because uh, <laughs> you hear uh, Sasha and Pee Wee's numbers all the time. But um, yeah, I've been doing actually just to try to kind of get rid of a lot of the stuff, getting ready for garage seasons, uh, garage sale season. Literally, just like sending a lot of offers, just lowering prices, promoting things, just whatever I can. Because at this point, I've had so many of these things for so <clears throat> excuse me so long. It's just like. I'll take whatever money for him at this point. And um, you have a, a, a decent amount. I think you have like 150 items, something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, uh, right around there. Over the past couple of weeks, I've tried really hard to start listing more and more. And so I'm at like 170, 180, right mm -hmm. around there at this point. And, uh, and half the time, like when my number drops, I go, I can't let golf keep beating me. Because <laughs> they're going to kick just... me off this podcast. It's going to be golf and peewee starting next year. And that would be a disaster for me because no, I've, I've just, in all honesty though, I mean, just like this whole winter, um, which I, I don't know, winter's weird around here, but pretty much since garage sale season has ended, I mean, luckily I don't have to have to do the show with you guys every week because like, I've just been lazy. I mean, I pretty much have the same routine. I just, I'll stop by maybe one on the way home from work and I work during the day. So I really can't, you know, it's, it's, I'm kind of limited because Sasha, why does every thrift store close at like five? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Goodwill stays open till six, you know, it's like six. Yeah. Well, I mean, by me, Goodwill is open a little bit longer. I, I want to say, but like, I know what you're saying. Although for me, it's not a problem because I don't like to go past darkness. Yeah, yeah. And it's so like five o'clock. I'm like, I don't want to, but I do know what you're saying. A couple of times I've gone to, and you know, our local thrift stores that we both go to. Uh, yeah. A couple of times I've stopped at them and it would be like 445 and I, I like not even thinking about it. And they're, you know, like sweeping up and closing things <laughs> and bringing things inside. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forget everything. Yeah. You know, I stopped. Uh, I stopped by one of them. Um, there's a couple that are on my route home, uh, just depending on which way I go. But I did stop at one the other day. I walked in. It was like 330, like 339. And then like two minutes later, I hear it's like, we close at four, sir. It's just like, geez. <laughs> Um, yeah, we actually ran into each other at, uh, yeah. my secret shop, which you have completely taken over. He, he gets there in the morning and like pillages everything. But anyway, <laughs> it was funny because like I said, I, I was going after work. It was like, yeah, probably three ish. And I don't know why just that day, as I was walking up, I happened to be like, just looking ahead a little bit just to see it's like, maybe he's and sure enough, you were like right by the front door looking at the, the clothes on the rack. And I, came up and got uncomfortably close to you and asserted my dominance and yeah, backed you off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we talked for a few minutes and then I got a call from my wife saying I had to pick up my daughter. So I just stopped in to say hello. And then left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because every single time I'm at your secret store, I, I'm like, I wonder what time Goff gets here. I wonder if he's here every day uh, because I don't go like morning mornings but i will go let's say like one o'clock in the afternoon and i don't know your work schedule but now i i kind of know your work <laughs> schedule because you know you told me or whatever mm -hmm. uh how, how many times a week are you stopping you know on your way home to to check out places is it once a week is it three times a week are you going weekends what do you do Pro um I, I, 
almost every day after work, just like one or the other. Yeah. Um, yeah, luckily my, uh, my father-in-law picks my kids up from school. So I'm afforded nice. a, a few. Yeah. So I'm not, not rushing to get home, but, um, yeah, I'd say weekends actually is when I don't really go. Um, that's usually when I'm just like even lazier than I am during the week. So, um, but yeah, I just, and that's why we, we talked about it when I ran into at the, at that thrift store. I mean, it's like, I, I don't, I didn't, miss garage sales last year because i wasn't as into it now i'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and it sucks and i mean like i yeah i'm just depressed it's like Ugh. yeah and we're <laughs> in an interesting time it's um it's past the middle of january which by this time normally we've had like a rough winter this year illinois hasn't had it too rough we had a couple days that were like negative 30 mm-hmm. but uh, and we had a little bit of snow here and there, but we haven't had that big storm. We haven't had any crazy stuff going on. But this week, I've felt that cold air creeping in. It feels like the winter is getting ready to hit. Uh, well, we it got... seems like it's going to get colder, and it's just a more depressing time, <laughs> like you said. Ooh. I mean, garage sales are still three, four months away for us. So we have to go to Goodwills. We have to go yeah. to our thrift stores. And it's just not not ideal, you know? I did. Yeah, actually, I haven't. Uh, I for my uh, in my GST, I did stop somewhere else uh, the other day just trying something new and I did find something pretty awesome. So nice. Um, yeah, it's just like, you know, we talked about it. I think last time I was on this show um, a couple months back, that's what do we do when garage sales run out? I think that's what episode it was. So we were kind of talking about it then. And I haven't done any of those things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like any other things we talked about, like but I, hey, you know, I, I don't know. I, I have like a little bit of a death pile. So there's some things I can pick through. But um, no, I mean, I I just, again, I'm just trying to get rid of a lot of the stuff I have now. And I'm um, just really excited for, uh, you know, for April. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that is a good, uh, good segue to, I guess, just to answer that question. And for me, uh, I have actually kept up with a couple of those random things that I said I was going to try and do. So like the auction stuff, I'm still checking out the auctions, at least the ones that I've found that I, I, I got comfortable with. I haven't expanded it on it too much. There is one right by where uh, your secret store is that I think me and you need to try and figure out how to well, hit that up. <laughs> that's the one that I was talking to you about last episode that I knew someone who had it. Oh, yeah. That, that's Yeah, so that's the one you're talking about. So are did you haven't gone though? No, I haven't. I did reach out to my buddy and he did say, he's like, anytime you want to go, just let me know. Cause I, I believe his family runs it. So, wow. That's yeah. We need to, uh, yeah, we, we should need, actually. Yeah. Because it's also the perfect time for you and all that stuff. Uh, I, I've also actually bought a couple things on whatnot, the app that I was calling WhatsApp because I'm <laughs> four, 40 years old. That uh, is, an, I I, that is something, isn't it? WhatsApp. That's something. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's an not, app that, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, we have a friend who lives in Italy and that's how I talk to him. So I okay. I have that uh, per his request. I don't know. He doesn't want to pay the outrageous fees or whatever that normal phones. I don't know how things work <laughs> in Italy. They got All dictators right. and, and who knows what else is going on. Uh, but yeah, whatnot is something that I've kind of been dabbling a little bit more and more with. And I actually made a couple purchases on there. Uh, I, I'm probably going to talk about them next week, though. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just trying to keep up and trying to find new stuff, it's difficult, and and we need garage sales, so we'll just leave it at that, and uh, and let's start the show. 
uh, I, start things off on the clock. It's going to be me. I'm going to start things off. And what on the clock means, if this is your first time, is that I get to talk about whatever I feel like talking about, whether I got questions for golf, whether it's news stories, whether it's things that's happened to me during this week, whatever it is, uh, I, I get to talk about it. And then when I am finished with my whatever topics, then uh, golf's going to get an opportunity to do uh, some talking on his end as well. Uh, if you are listening to this on the uh, podcast, as you normally do audio version, the audio might be a little bit weird this week. Uh, trying a new thing. Peewee is, is the audio video guy. So he takes care of everything. Uh, me and Goff are recording so that there's actually video for YouTube, hopefully. But the sound quality then is a little bit different than we normally do. It's not going to look the same on YouTube this week. So a whole bunch of stuff could go wrong. And, uh, and let's just find out what exactly goes wrong this week. I'm starting things before, off. With, wait, before oh, you get started. Dude, that's one. That's I'm one really, thing. I, damn it. I'm sorry. I wanted to cut in first and say I don't feel bad about any of this, by the way. So okay, go ahead. Damn excellent. it. Let's edit that. I'm really sorry. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm not editing it because that's more work for me. First things off, I'm going to start off with positive vibes since Goss <laughs> trying to bring the negative ones. I got an interesting little uh, feedback the other day that I thought I would share. It made me feel good. And it, it also is kind of a a reminder as to why, you know, some why I do things the way that I do sometimes, I guess. Um, I bought a GE hand mixer, like a vintage hand mixer a while ago, and I brought it home and it didn't work. Uh, something was wrong with the actual body of it. But it did have like the beater part of it. The beaters were brand new. And it had the cord, which was a cord that was not attached to the machine. You can actually unhook it or hook it back in. Yeah. And so instead of tossing those things out, I checked the the sold listings. And I saw that people were selling the parts to these old mixers. And I was like, okay, if that's good enough for me, it's a very easy thing. It's a cord <laughs> and it's these beaters. I mean, it's very simple. You put the model number in, in the description mm. and you just let it do whatever it is. So the beater thing sold immediately. And then the, uh, the replacement cord sold and they actually sold for more than I would have got if I sold the entire thing. We talked about it, me and Pee Wee, maybe a month ago or so. Okay. Uh, and so I got these, it says here, I sold it Sunday, December 11th. And so about a, a week or two ago, I got a positive feedback for this thing. So it took about a month to get positive feedback for it. But it said, thank you. It was my grandmother's hand mixer. So happy to be able to use it again. Uh-oh. No, no, no. So that's the a exact good thing. one. <laughs> so, so, I, it wasn't I, I, her. I, I, yeah. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like but cursed. it's a good thing. It's it's kind of a something that I never really thought of before, which was like, wow somebody's using something uh because it was their grandma's item you know like it meant yeah. something to them to use it it's not just who's going to use this old beat up thing because it's old and beat up when you can pay the same amount and get the new thing it was like oh no th this person has a you know emotional reaction to this mixer thing and it broke Absolutely. And, and so now they're happy to see it and so parting it out worked in this situation for me financially and it worked for this person uh, to be able to use their grandmother's hand mixer again. So I just thought it was a, a positive thing. And you know me, Goff, nothing but positive and no <laughs> sarcasm whatsoever. On my Never. Head. Ever, ever. Next up, uh, I we got a message. I talked about these, um, some t-shirts that I found a couple weeks ago. It was these mountain tees. They have 
you know, like Wolf and Nature. Oh, yeah. And, uh, all those kind of things. Those are great. Yeah. yeah, they're cool shirts. And uh, and I didn't know too much about them, but the design actually said 1995, I want to say, or 97, whatever the year it was. You can actually see it on the design. Uh, but our, our buddy Kyle at Thrift and Flip 319 messaged me to say, if this um, Mountain Tea has these screen printed tags on the neck, they're newer. What you're looking for, I mean, you, you could still get 15, 20 bucks for these these shirts, the screen printed newer ones. But the other ones to look for are they actually have leather physical tags on them. And those are the older leather. vintage ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, so I thought that was an interesting little thing, nugget to pass on. Kyle also, uh, he messaged us uh, on our Instagram page yesterday. He was asking about some He-Man figures. Kyle, this is just a message I'm sending directly to you. I emailed Pee-wee because I know he's out and about, and I don't know that he's going to have time to answer your question. I can't answer your question. You don't want me to answer the question. Uh, and so I emailed Pee-wee. And then this morning, he responded for me to like send him a message, uh, a text message with your message. And I was like, I'll get on it. And then I completely <laughs> forgot about it until right now when I'm reading this thing. And he is about two hours from getting home. So I'm hoping that he will check the Instagram eventually and answer your question. And if not, I apologize deeply. It's uh, my fault you didn't get an answer. Uh, but thank you for the information, and we'll we'll try. I, I'm a bad person. I apologize. At least you're honest. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, we also got a message last week from a couple new friends, I'm going to call them. They say, uh, hey, guys. Uh, we love the podcast. I got to say that anytime somebody says that about us, you know, it makes me feel good, Goff. Yeah. Uh, but basically, people going, Sasha, it uh, seems that you're trying to venture more into clothing. And I'm going to shamelessly promote our YouTube channel. Check us out. We give a ton of easy bolos to find in the thrift. Happy thrifting, fellas. And it's a, uh, it's a link to a YouTube channel for rad resells. Uh, R-A-D-R-E-S-E-L-L-S. I believe they are a married couple who do flipping. And uh, and I watch some of their videos. And not only are they great videos, they are like high quality videos. I don't know if they're using an iPhone or if they have a specific camera that they've started using. But they're so easy to follow along and they kind of tell you what to look for, especially with clothing. And so I watched like five of their videos almost immediately. And I wanted to share it with it because it's a it's a great YouTube page. So youtube.com slash at rad resells. Check them out, especially if you are into clothing or want to start learning about clothing. It it is a very uh, helpful tool. So thank you guys for reaching out. Cool. Uh, Really, really enjoyed the page. Awesome. I had an impromptu flip last night I wanted to talk about. This was potentially going to be my flip of the week. Uh, I was talking to Pee Wee a couple weeks ago about how my wife and I were going to go to a rave. Uh, nice. Half joking because uh, we were going to a concert. It was like an EDM um, dubstep. I don't know what you want to call it. This band, AT Aliens. Okay. They played Lollapalooza. They're a big band, and they were playing, if you're from Chicago, they're playing a place called Concord Theater. And a couple months ago, I bought tickets, 20 bucks a piece, which to me is a steal in this day and age. Okay. <laughs> I know, you're like... No, you... actually, you're right, though. 20 bucks is a steal. Yeah, it's absolutely And that's incredible. why you don't even know who the band is, just you no, saw no, the no. ticket I, price, you're like... <laughs> no, no, no. I watched them. I didn't go to Lollapalooza, but Hulu, I want to say it's Hulu, yeah. uh, does a yeah, live they had stream it every year. 
Yeah. And so I watched these guys and they blew my mind. It's two guys. You can't see their faces. They're like DJs or whatever, but they have like alien masks. They don't talk. Uh, their, their music, I say EDM, but it's very like mechanical. It sounds like machines, like hmm. gears and all kinds of stuff. And like lots of breakdowns. There's like right. Mario coins randomly going off. <laughs> Uh, it, it's out of control and it's like all kinds of head banging, but also like EDM music, which I'm not into EDM music at all, but watching these guys, it blew my mind. And so yeah. I, yeah. it's been an, a little inside joke between me and my wife. Like, yeah, we're going to go see these guys. But I took it to the next level by actually getting us tickets to go. That um, doesn't surprise me at all. And then here's the thing. I found out because the show was last night. I found out two nights ago. The show starts at 10 p.m. No. In nope. Chicago. Game changer. Game changer, 100%. Uh, it is on a weekend, right? So we were kind of like, okay. But my wife is asleep by 9.30 every day. Uh, I'm up. I, I was willing to go. But I knew she didn't want to go. And I kind of didn't want to go. You know what I mean? Especially going yeah. to Chicago. We live, uh, it, it's an hour drive from Chicago. That's safe to say. Yeah. And uh, and to go out that late at night, it's just it wasn't happening. So what I did was nope. about five hours before the show, I put the the tickets up on StubHub. First, I checked the prices on tickets in StubHub. I put mine as the lowest so that if anybody was going to go, they would take just mine. Like eBay, baby. And <laughs> I sold my two tickets for a hundred bucks a piece. Look at that. I made $150 or whatever, $135, something like that after the fees that they take um, basically on these two tickets. Had I known, I would have purchased way more of these tickets, by the way. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them. I'm sorry. No, I guess that's what StubHub is. I was going to say it's like it it just seems like legal scalping. And it's like, I guess that basically was what it is. Because, I mean, you did intend on using them, but you didn't. So. Yeah, you know what and I mean? then like, I set yeah. the price. So That's it's awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, by the end of the night, there was like when I had sold my two tickets, and they sold individually. So I sold one for like a hundred bucks, and I was like, "All right, win is a win." And then maybe I'll just go by myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll have a good time. <laughs> and then the other one sold, and I was like, "Okay, even better. Uh, don't have to worry about going to the city." And made the money back. And there was still probably 15 tickets left on StubHub, and they wow. were more expensive than mine. They were anywhere from $109 to $350. And wow. by the end of the night, not end of the night, but right before the show started, uh, the last ticket available was $345. And I was like, hmm, should I have waited? Should I have held on? <laughs> but, you know, I'm not going to be greedy. A win is a win is a win all the way around. The only thing that happened is that I didn't get to see AT aliens. So now I got to see them next time they come to town. All right. Well, unless it's Lollapalooza or something. There's always that. Yeah. You know what? Real quick, when you said you were going to a rave, I thought this was going to be like the Milwaukee, you know, like the rave. Oh, the yeah. Eagle ballroom. That's really yeah. where I thought you were going. But anyway. Yeah. Milwaukee has <laughs> the Midwest a, uh, thing. a venue called the rave. But um, no, no, this was actually we were going to do drugs and uh <laughs> Nice glow sticks, uh, everything glow pacifiers. Sticks, yeah. Woo! Yeah, everything that I know about raves from 25 years ago. Yeah. I don't know if that's. Still <laughs> I what assume people it's do still now. the same. Yeah. Next up, I have uh, just a, a cool little thing here. Someone that uh, follows us, and we, I believe we follow them as well. Yeah, I, I believe uh, the media picker on Instagram. 
picks all sorts of media, mostly CDs. We just put up a little interesting tool here. We talked about how USPS was going to be adding uh, fees, about 6% uh, on media mail. And thinking about it, it's like, okay, 6%, that can't be too much, whatever it is. Uh, but the media picker put a little graph thing up, a new chart on his uh, Instagram page that just shows you uh, these are the new prices. So up to a pound of media mail, if you're sending it, the cost is 365 I think until recently, it's been something like 327 or 324 okay. or somewhere around there. So now it's 365 wow. uh, Two pounds is 435 Three pounds, 505 So he put it up to 10 pounds and shows you exactly what the cost is now. So it was just a cool little addition to add you know to your phone or whatever especially yeah. if you uh, sell media with free shipping right because you got to adjust a little bit now because mm -hmm. not that you have to adjust a ton it, but a 40 cent difference a 30 cent difference is still a 30 cent difference so if you're going to put free shipping you're going to be losing out a little bit here so maybe you raise your prices whatever you do whatever you do it's just a nice thing that the media picker did and we like that he shares information because we share information so i thought i would uh toss that out here yeah, absolutely. Do you still do you still send a lot of uh, media mail? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, a lot of DVDs. Um, not not so much CDs, but DVDs yeah. for sure. Okay. What? Uh, why you sound like you don't? Oh like no, I just I was just thinking. It's like, man, I can't remember the last thing I actually paid. Or, or I think it was one of the manuals for uh, like one of the games, like the Resident Evil guidebook. I think that was considered media mail. Oh yeah, that's um, interesting. I wouldn't have. Uh... Yeah, because didn't you know. say it had something to do with like ads, like it couldn't be Correct. promoting anything or what? Yeah. So, yeah, so if you have a comic book and it's got ads in the comic book, technically you're not supposed to uh, send that media mail because it has advertising in it. But if mm -hmm. it's a like graphic novel that has no ads, you can send it media mail. So it's confusing. Okay. I don't yeah. think they check very often. Um, I know that some people send video games, media mail and, uh, and other items, but I don't yeah. know. I just, I follow the rules. You know me, Goff. Rule yep. follower, no sarcasm, Absolutely. nice guy overall. That's right. <laughs> Those are all lies. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the next thing that I wanted to say, and I think this is going to be my last thing here. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Pee-wee had a character, uh, these little figurines from gone with the wind. And one of them yeah. we found out was a character, uh, that was considered a racist character and his mm -hmm. listing got taken down. And I actually ran across something racist this week that oh. really got my, uh, my brain thinking a little bit and not immediately. And here's the thing that happens with me. Uh, stuff happens and I don't think about it immediately and then I have to react afterwards and that's, that's kind of what happened in this situation so I found a, sh a shirt here and I don't want to go deep into what it is but it is a Chicago Cubs shirt um, uh, the Chicago Cubs 15 years ago signed uh, he's a Japanese player and when he came here to play apparently there are some vendors who decided to make shirts. And the shirt was, I mean, technically it is a Harry Carey reference. Who, If you're not a Cubs fan, Harry Carey was their announcer for a long time. Uh, I, I don't want to say what, what the shirt is. I don't even know if I want to put it on our Instagram. But it is a racist reference to an Asian player, is I guess what I will say. 
Now I found this shirt for $2 and 50 cents. And I was like, I can't believe this thing is being sold at this thrift store. I am purchasing this immediately. Uh, to me, I, I, I had to, to pick this thing up. Uh, the other thing was there was a sold listing for this shirt, which I was like, okay, if there's a sold listing and look how, look at this shirt, I have to get this thing. And so mm. I purchased it. Uh, I then listed the shirt. Not thinking anything of the racism. In fact, when I was writing it, I considered putting racist in the title. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't what know. Most people are looking up. But then I was like, okay, after a day or two, I was like, wait a minute. I, I can't have this in my store. Not even to represent my store or not to represent my store. Just because, I mean, it really doesn't go with my personal beliefs. And, and I'm like... I should get rid of this shirt so that no one else can have this racist shirt because I have the opportunity to get rid of this shirt, right? Then my mind went further and I was like, but what if this shirt was like a $10,000 shirt? What would my mentality be on that? Because we know flipping is a gray scale and we're here to make money. But what is what does my conscience say and do in this situation? And I, and I just... I, I didn't know what to do in this situation. So I sent you the shirt. I didn't even send you this. You were no. looking at my store. Yep. And you you saw this and you were like, dude, what is this? <laughs> you weren't outraged. You were just shocked. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I did, like, of course, I when I saw it, I laughed. But it was one of those, like, what the hell kind of laughs. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I mean, I don't really want to say what it is either. But it is it's you know what though you didn't say could you how much did the other one sell for you said there was a sold right listing. around 20 bucks or whatever it okay was. It, it's okay just a regular shirt yeah okay yeah this um I, I i i don't know i don't know what i would have done i i probably would have picked it up just like you and it's like i because when i saw it i mean like I think I texted you right away. I was like, I, I hope to God this was a street vendor who sold this and it wasn't like a giveaway at yeah. Wrigley Field because, yeah. yeah, this, I mean, especially now, me look, and I'm not going to lie. I'm sure everyone was laughing at this when it came out. Yeah, 15 years ago, whatever, and it was okay and it was acceptable. But right now, and I mean, like a lot of us have matured too. I mean, you look at it, it's just like, that's pretty rough <laughs> yeah and you know what you 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 say it correctly because 15 years ago if i would have seen this i would have just laughed and been you know ignorant and not even like it's not a hateful laugh but mm -hmm. it's just like there's a lot of stuff that happened when we were younger that words have changed and all that kind of stuff that we Absolutely, don't say anymore yeah. because you learn this this hurts somebody uh or whatever but then part of it is like the reseller part of me and and that's the part yeah. that is is shady and weird. Um, I sent this picture to all of my friends who are baseball or Cubs fans, besides you, which is two people because nobody watches baseball. I am not a Cubs fan, by the way. <laughs> I know. No, but you are a baseball fan. Yes, yes. So, um, and everybody's re response was the same, basically laughter, but then like, oh my god, I can't believe this exists. And you got to, by the way, keep in mind, this. I purchased this from a store, from a thrift store. That is that is the weird thing for me because you it's at, from your secret spot, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. So 
Yeah, it, I, I don't know. It's weird to me that you almost want to think that someone maybe just thought it was a Cub shirt, wasn't paying attention, thought it was a Harry Carey shirt and slapped it on because – yeah, this doesn't seem like something that. But I don't know. I mean, but it, it seems like it wouldn't slip through the cracks. But at yeah. the same time, you know, there's some young kids who work there. Maybe they don't know that this is a a bad shirt or that's whatever. That's true. That's very true. And if that's the case, that's a good thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't know what to do in this situation. It's like I took it off my, my store, right? After thinking about it for a little while, I was like, I can't have this anymore. I need to take this down and and I'm going to dispose of it. I'm just going to get rid of it because that, that's the only way I feel good about it. I did a little bit of research on this thing. I found out uh, Huffington Post did an article on racist Cubs shirts because this was not the first time, <laughs> believe it or not, that uh, they had a little interesting situation like this. So this is what I found uh, from the Huffington Post. It was a street vendor. It was someone who defended it. And I don't know when the Huffington Post article was from, but it says, the guy says, we have free speech. Wrigleyville street vendor Joe. You know, I don't want to say his name, but I also can't pronounce his last name. Uh, It's very long in Polish. Uh, But he says, this is not the only avenue that people sell that type of shirt. You can go anywhere in the city of Chicago and you'll find negative shirts, funny shirts. Some call them racist T-shirts. But it depends on how you look at it. But if they're going to kick us out for that, they better get rid of them all over the city of Chicago, all over the state of Illinois. So it's interesting mm. on their end. I, they're they're just doing whatever they feel like. My my question for you, I guess, is what would you do with this particular item? Would, was it something that you would sell, or or would have you would you have bought it from the thrift store in the first place if you saw it? Would you? Where are your thoughts on this thing? Because for me, I, I'm telling you, I, I'll take you through my process was I saw it. I, I had to buy it. And from there, I went on and just really it changed my mind after having it for a couple of days and I had to get rid of it. So um, I don't know. That's actually that's a really tough call because I, it's it's hard to say because I I feel like seeing that shirt that's something that you wouldn't want to pass on just because it's it's unique it's definitely unique but again this is something that i I don't know if i'd want to sell it to be honest with you i'm not trying to sound high and mighty but clearly we're talking about it so this is uh it's a divisive shirt at least now when it came out we probably would have been laughing our butts off you know and (laughs) That's just how the times were. So you're right. It's, I mean, it's just a weird situation. So honestly, what I, what I do want to do is I want to throw it to the people who are listening. What would you guys do with an item that is maybe uh, a little bit racist or a little bit uh, ethically, I don't know, pushing buttons. I, I don't know how to say it. So, so basically if you, if you're interested in telling me, you know, would you sell this thing? Would you not sell this thing? Uh, I, I want to know what you would have done with this item. And also, is there a price that you would trade your morals in for, basically? <laughs> because if this was a shirt that was like $100,000, I, I mean, I would probably sell it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Most like, people would. What is the number at that you go, oh, well, it is a, a lot of money. And I don't want the cheap answer. I don't want the answer of, well, I would sell the shirt for 100000 I would give 50000 to whoever... 
and then I would keep fifty thousand, you know, fifty thousand a charity and fifty thousand for myself, and then we all win or what? No, no, no. you got to give, give me a decision. Would you sell this or would you not? And also, what number can buy your ethics? Uh, I think that's the best way to put it here. So, all right, well, that's it, Goff. For me on the clock, you are now on the clock, my friend. And why don't you plug your stuff? Because I know if we keep it to the end of the show, we're going to forget. Why don't you plug everything that you have going? Oh, well, thank you. I might as well. uh, Yeah, sounds good. Uh, First of all, there is the Horror Copia podcast, which is a podcast I do with my sister. We review uh, horror movies. That is, uh, again, Horror Copia podcast. You can find that Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. And then there's also Citizens of Pawnee, my uh, Parks and Recreation podcast, where I uh, just break down the show because I'm obsessed with it. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, like for my flipping stuff, uh, just at DuPage Reseller, one word. So, um, yeah, thanks for that. Moving on with the show. I feel like that was like a commercial break. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, hey, here's our sponsors. So, all right. Uh, something we actually, uh, we had kind of talked a little bit about this, or I kind of brought it up to you and just mentioned that I wanted to talk about on the show. Are you familiar with like watchers versus interested buyers? Uh, again, we did talk about this, so I'm just kind of putting it out there for the the fans. So we know what the question was because, yeah, sorry to, so I mean, you're, you're right. Like, uh, I, I guess explain it a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so for instance, uh, I'm just going to say one of the items that is in my store, it is a Scream, uh, one of the old Todd McFarlane, you know, like eight inch figures. I've had this thing listed for quite a while. So it has 20 watchers. Now, uh, I'm going off of the mobile version. I'm like Sasha. I use eBay pretty much just to print labels. That's about it uh, on the the desktop, at least. So if you are, excuse me, if you're on your active listings, uh, one of the options, like if you go down right before your first item, is send offer eligible. So if you click on that, it gives you all the options, all the different ones that are out there where you have the option to send offers on that on that item. So the other day, I I, I finally noticed it was weird. The Scream one had 20 watchers on it. However, when I hit send offer, it only said one interested buyer at the top of the screen. So this was just really confusing to me because why there's 20 people who have apparently liked this. And that's how many people I thought this was being sent to. But apparently, at least to my knowledge, just what I'm seeing, it seems like it's only going to that one person. So, yeah, if you would have asked me, um, you know, does the send offer go to everybody who's on your watchers list? And by watcher, we mean someone who clicked on the heart that to watch the actual item. I would have said, yeah, it goes to whoever's watching, whether you got five, whether you got three, whatever. I was totally surprised to find out that I'm wrong (laughs) (laughs) because uh, like you're saying, it only goes to those interested things, interested buyers. And it's hard to find a a legit answer online about this, even through eBay. Uh, It seems like some people say interested buyers means maybe they put the item in their cart within the past five days. Or some people even say, yeah, it's the people who watch your item, which we know in this case, it's not the that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did find something that I guess it kind of helped me realize why uh, eBay wouldn't do that. And so let me read that. Uh, this is just a random thing off of an eBay help website or whatever. 
and it says, you cannot send offers to all your watchers. eBay has logic that determines which potential buyers get offers because they do not want buyers inundated with too many unsolicited offers or to receive repeat offers for the same items over and over again. Also, some eBay users have turned off the setting that allows sellers to send unsolicited offers. So that makes a ton of sense. They don't want to bother their sellers with that that sort of thing, especially in the case of if you have something and you have, you know, five people watching it and you send an offer and then you have six people watching and you send an offer and then seven people. Is it going to go to those same people over and over again? Uh, because now you're sending, even if you send a different offer or the same offer, it would be very annoying for the seller in that situation. That's even well, something I didn't think true. about, you know, when you asked the question. So, like, it makes sense that it doesn't go to everyone. But I do wonder who all the, what really makes an interested buyer. Mm-hmm. Because, well, that's funny because even the ones that you just listed, another one that I heard was, when, and this was just, you know, because it sounds like the one you just read, it's not, that wasn't officially from eBay, correct? Correct. It was just somebody yeah. answering on an eBay forum or whatever. Okay. So again, this is just someone I like, you know, it makes perfect sense what they're saying, but that who knows if that's what if it is. The, yeah. Yeah. So another one that I heard was that, uh, and I, I guess best way to describe it, you know, when you get the emails and it's like, are you still interested in this item? And it's an item that you just clicked on just because you were trying to compare it or whatever. You had no interest in buying it, but it, it asks you if you're interested. So in a case where someone actually does click on that because they're interested and they get the email asking if they're interested, how many times can I say that word? In like, <laughs> I mean, Sorry. No, if sorry. they click yes, is that does that make them an interested yeah, buyer? You know, yeah. if that makes any sense, sorry, that was probably very confusing for everyone. Well, it's only confusing because it's a confusing situation. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, what does it actually mean to be interested buyer versus just sending offer to your watchers? Sending offer to all your watchers, it makes sense that it doesn't do it that way. But who is that that interested buyer? That's what we need to figure out. Yeah. Good question. Thank you. Um. Oh, also, you know what? I really uh, quickly wanted to just throw a, a shout out to the King of Art, Justin Tuttle, because I feel terrible that I forgot to uh, reach out to you for the 100th episode. Uh, Justin, we've never met, but I, I know so much about you just from listening to the podcast. So again, it was nothing personal. I just dropped the ball on that one. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> I got, uh, actually, this was just uh, kind of cool. My first multi-item sale uh, in the same one. So it went to the same buyer, which counts as a repeat buyer. So I'll take that. Uh, <clears throat> I actually, I sold a Wii. Actually, it was just awesome to sell a Wii because, <laughs> and that's such a, you know, a topic that is on this show all the time with uh, DK Oldies. And, you know, so person bought a Wii. I sold a full one for, I think it was $49.99 plus the two games. So it was a, it was an awesome sale just to bunch those up and to just get rid of the Wii. I've got like five or six of them still. I just kept getting those over the summer for garage sales. It's like, you know, what? they're going to come in handy. So yeah. I've, I've sold a couple. So uh, good stuff there. And um, actually, the last thing I just wanted to talk about another <laughs> just if, if anyone else thinks about this when they look at it, because I know you and I were, were mentioning it, the buy it now versus bids when 
like how does it seem like the people doing the bidding are coming out on top because you'll see you know just for instance like a good sale on something 39.99 38.99 and then you see one for like 6.99 and it's like yeah one bid and then the next one down 38.99 so i I don't understand why people for basic items when it's like a video game or something. I mean, is it really like, oh, dude, I don't know what I can get for this. It's like, dude, just look it up. It's a video game. That's why it's like you see a lot of lots going for auction, you know, because yeah. it's like, yeah. But you know what I mean? Is it? <laughs> yeah, it throws me off sometimes seeing that. Uh, like it, when I'm checking sold comps and exactly like you're saying, you're like 30 bucks, 30 bucks, 30 bucks. 499 plus 499 shipping and you're like well, yeah. let me take a look at this and it says something like eight people have bid on it which means they they must have started it at like a penny or 99 cents yep. we had a question uh, you know uh, a couple weeks ago if not a little bit longer that was asking you know maybe to do an auction if you don't know a price for a certain item but mm. the the caveat was definitely you got to start that price at what you want to sell it at yeah. Uh, if you're starting at a penny item and you have no clue whatsoever, you're just going to get whatever is is out there. And it's not going to end up good for the the seller in that situation. Or it never seems to anyway. Yeah. No, I, I actually I had a big uh, item. Actually, something I talked about on a uh, uh, previous episode, I think, the, the dragon box thing that I, I remember when I bought this thing at a garage sale, I texted Sash and it was another one that he already sifted through and didn't want. <laughs> so I was like, all right, buddy, I was going to, I was trying to prove him wrong. And I actually, I think I paid 40 bucks for the whole box. And I definitely made more than that back yeah. with just individual sales. But in the end, there was still so much of it left. So I, I just put, uh, I even, I had different listings on eBay for this thing. I pulled those and just put them all together on this. Also, it, it, for me, it was just like, I want to get, get them off my store anyway. So it was, I was happy to do that. But anyway, I put it up for auction, got like nothing, no, no views, no, a couple views, no watchers, nothing, no, no offers. And so I finally took it off after two weeks and then I just put it for 25 bucks it sold and the shipping was 85 bucks because it was 22 pounds. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I remember that one. That was a, a case of it, it was good items. You definitely made money on it. I just didn't want to do the work because there was yeah. so much work. And you were like excited because at that time you were still newer to listing I or to selling oh, in general, well, I want to say. You know what? It was that and then. There was an item, one of the first things I found actually at half price books uh, for $9.99. And I remember I reached out to you guys because I was so excited because I hadn't shopped at half price books. So I found something there. Like I said, it was $9.99. And it was this thing that was part of like Mega Blocks Dragon Wars. Mm. But it was in its case. It was really nice looking. And I ended up selling it for a hundred bucks. So I think when I saw that box with all that dragon stuff, I was yeah. going off of the one sale I had and was like, yeah. But I mean, I, you know, I paid 40. You're for a dragon it. guy. <laughs> dragon guy for life. But I would still say, I mean, in the end, I probably, you know, made, maybe not made, but at least what I made back, 60 to $70 at least. Yeah. So, I mean, still made something. So, um, yeah, I think that is all I got. So let's move into some GST. All right, GST's garage sale talk time. This is when me and Goff are going to talk about the things that we found this week, whether it's at Goodwill or thrift stores or in his parents' basement or wherever it was. Uh, and uh, the reason why we do this is because we like to learn about new items or even the same items over and over again. 
Uh, and then hopefully you can also learn a little bit about the stuff that we're talking about here. I got a ton of stuff for you, Goff, and I'm going to try and go through it pretty quickly. Uh, I don't okay. know that that is possible, but I'm going to do my best. So There's a lot of awesome stuff here that I'm seeing, so I mean, do what you got to do. I'm, gonna I'm start, interested. I'm going to start off with clothing. Uh, I got a bunch of different clothing, and uh, and just remember, I was trying to hit 100 items this week, but uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a ton of stuff that I didn't even list in GST this week, so... Anyway, uh, I'm going to start things off here with a Rolling Stone, Rolling Stones polo T-shirt. It's a black shirt with like the tongue logo uh, on the corner. I paid four dollars for this at uh, your secret store. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in great tag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it goes for about 20, 25 bucks. The uh, the shirt next to it is a Megadeth shirt, which I found at a Goodwill for four ninety nine. That I mean, that's awesome. If it was my I, size, I would have kept it for myself. <laughs> I never find these shirts. This is yeah. like how how you and I used to always get so pissed off at Pee Wee for finding like the, uh, the, the that's how like how I'm with your you're getting a lot better with the with the clothing. I think. Yeah, this one I I didn't look close enough. Um, great shirt. It's a tour shirt from I think 2009. But I didn't notice until I brought it home that there's a little slit in the front collar. I think the person probably doesn't, you know, it's oh. too tight, so they they wanted it to be open. Um, the reason yeah. uh, why I still I'm still good with this. I found a bunch of Megadeth shirts that have like sleeves cut off and not like not made that way, you know, just like shirts this... that people have cut off. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping that that's, you know. No, th this shirt though is in really good condition. Other than that, yeah. I mean, I I sold a uh, a Slayer T-shirt, you know, like six seven months back. That was in far. It didn't have a slit in it, but I think it actually had a hole in the back. But I sold it for thirty bucks. So I mean, I yeah. think, and this is awesome. This is the the one I sold was really faded, and but yeah, this is a cool shirt. I don't know if I mentioned it uh, either on this podcast earlier or uh, or otherwise, but something I've been doing in listing recently uh with clothing is using the word distressed uh instead of just vintage or vtg uh because you know i've been following a lot of people on uh whatnot and just trying to like understand clothing a little bit more and it seems like a lot of younger younger people are looking for items and a word that keeps popping up is distressed now if you're looking for vintage clothing you're looking for stuff that is beat up like you're not looking yeah, for a yeah. brand new looking shirt or whatever uh so i've been tossing that word distressed in my listings if i have room and uh because i i just hear it i hear it all constantly being described you know they're going through their shirts they're going oh this is a single stitch this is whatever and distressed is a word that keeps coming up and so i i wonder if that's hmm. going to help with these uh these clothing items but i've never heard that next up i have it is a make love not war shirt. It is a, a white shirt with it's kind of like a ringer tee. It's got the red collar around the neck and the uh, the cuffs of the arms or whatever. Yeah. I just thought it was a cool looking shirt. It, uh, $4.99 at Goodwill, no stains, uh, which is cool for a white shirt. And it's on an Anvil <laughs> tag. Anvil usually makes there's a lot of old like band T-shirts on Anvil um, <laughs> and just older T-shirts in general. Um, and then right behind that one was this Harley Davidson motorcycles. It's not a single stitch, but it is a white t-shirt. Um, and on the back, it says something like St. Petersburg, Florida. There's some art back there. Uh, 
Uh, is- it was is a cool looking shirt. Go ahead. Really, I'm sorry. Really quick, just to, uh, sorry to interrupt. Like with the Harley Davidson shirts, I do think that is like one of the coolest things about them. How like everyone just comes from like a store. Like yeah. I think I have two or three that I'm selling that have completely different backs. Like ones from Pennsylvania, ones uh-huh. from you know Colorado or whatever. And that's why it's we have one close to us, uh, the Wildfire one. But it's like. When I see those in this area, it's like, oh, that's probably not worth anything. But you never know if other people are just collectors who, you know, like, because I assume if I sell a Denver one, it doesn't have to be, you know, to a guy from Denver. But yeah, I actually last week I talked about some polos that I got Harley. They were like nicer looking silk kind of polos. Mm -hmm. And on the back of them, just like you're saying, like a couple of them were like Utah um, I don't remember what the other ones were. Oh, Vegas was one of them. I wonder and, if they're like chapters almost, you know, like, like yeah. if it's like a biker club. I don't know. That, that'd be cool. To, it just, it's, uh, I wonder if I'm like, I think it's cool because, you know, like you hear Vegas and you're like, yeah, but if you, if you see like Villa Park, Illinois, you're like, yeah. oh, uh, that's kind of weird. That's not, you know, Vegas-y enough for me or whatever. It is. It's, it's very unique. So, yeah. yeah. And then the last one in that picture is a Fraggle Rock shirt over here, which looks the most distressed out of all three of them, mm-hmm. uh, but is, I believe, the least valuable one. I didn't see any sold comps for this exact Fraggle Rock shirt, and it's a uh, screen-printed tag on the back. So mm. uh, it was with these other shirts, so I like assumed and hoped that it was you know older. And then when I saw the screen-printed tag, I knew it wasn't that old, but it was still kind of faded looking and stuff i was like i'll give it a shot uh i should have looked it up before i purchased it but we'll see we'll see if anything comes of it these were all goodwill you said yeah all goodwill okay. three in a row uh on the racks uh yeah, not not the racks cool. that are just like in the aisles but the racks that they bring out that they rolled out in front or whatever next up is a Marilyn monroe hoodie uh, this one caught my attention because we live in the Chicagoland area and she is wearing a Michael Jordan Bulls jersey in this one. It's an interesting graphic. It is a, uh, a hoodie that's in good condition. I think this thing was $6.99. There was actually yep. another one as well that, with Marilyn Monroe and probably a some sort of like reference that I didn't understand. Maybe like an album cover or something, you know, more modern. Uh, I just didn't like that other one as much as I like this one. I, I, I think this one will sell eventually. I don't know for how much. What? I'm looked. sorry. Hold on. So were you saying the other one was different? Yeah, it was different. It was like her entire body. But okay. it just, I didn't like the artwork. Uh, and I couldn't find any other similar items on eBay that had sold where she's clearly not. Marilyn Monroe clearly never wore a Bulls jersey. <laughs> and especially one, did you notice just the S has the dollar sign through it? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, good call. Yeah, that is not the authentic Bulls jersey either. <laughs> uh, so, like, I thought if these things sold, they were probably, you know, they if they were very popular, both of them would have sold already. Or I would have seen more of this type of thing. Since I didn't see... Right more of this kind of uh hybrid type i don't even know what to call it it's like a mashup of pop culture icons or whatever uh since i didn't see any that had sold i was like i'll take a shot on this one because it just looks cooler than the other one 
rather than getting both of them and being disappointed down the road. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it's a cool shirt. I think it'll sell. Next up, we have... It's uh, two shirts here. The first one is a Lincoln Park shirt. Lincoln Park, not the neighborhood in Chicago, but the or band, the Lincoln Park. Uh, and this was a rest in peace Chester Bennington shirt. You can see it's kind of like the logo of the band says Lincoln Park. And then the, inside the logo is a picture of him and like the year that he died. He died five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't find one that was exactly like this, but. Uh, there were a couple that have sold that were, uh, you know, in between 30 and 40 bucks. So I listed this thing at 28.95 plus shipping and we'll see. I think it'll go eventually. Uh, it's just a matter of waiting, uh, which is a lot of clothes. I think it's like building up your, your base that you have over here and just mm-hmm. f- forgetting about it, you know, like don't worry about it too much. This is a shirt though. I, I really do like this one a lot. Uh, I'm not going to buy it. Uh, no offense, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, I I still uh, I'm not even lying. Like probably within the last two weeks, have listened to Lincoln Park. I'm a big fan of their first two albums. Uh, I guess that's one of the the new metal bands that kind of stuck with me, but I didn't really go beyond that. But yeah, so it it sucked when uh when he uh well took his own life. But anyway, uh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thanks for uh, it's, it's a cool it, shirt. Liven it up. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> me and Goff are, are both big music guys although i'm not a lincoln park fan um it, i do think it's funny that we probably have said for many bands yeah i like their first two albums but the stuff after that not so much <laughs> limp biscuit <laughs> oh yeah i mean not for me but for you yes uh, oh uh, uh yeah, yeah you're i've big, listened new, new metal I've, guy huh i um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, I, real quick. I did listen to POD like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> all this makes boom, sense to me because you, you were also a uh, rollerblader. So all of this makes a lot of I sense was. to me. <laughs> I was. <laughs> My other shirt here that I found, it was a uh, sweatshirt, crew neck sweatshirt. It's on a Delta heavyweight tag. This thing's really cool. It is a Rocket City Trash Pandas minor league baseball team sweatshirt. Uh, awesome. What a cool graphic. Also has a graphic on the shoulder. Paid $5.99 for this thing. And uh, if you're looking at the price underneath that, that $37.95 plus $805, that's what I sold it for. It sold in less than oh, 12 hours. Damn. So That's uh, awesome. Yeah, cool buy, cool yeah, shirt. Call on that. Yeah. Crewnecks are hot, man. I don't know. I, I don't get it, but uh, people love the crewnecks and they're they're a little bit more expensive than T-shirts, so if you can find cool ones with cool graphics on them, go for it. I feel weird wearing long sleeves and not having a pocket in the front. You know, Me whether too. it's a hoodie that goes all the way through yeah. or even a zip up, I just I always feel when I'm wearing crew necks, I'm still always reaching for it, and it's like. You know. I just bought a green Nike crew neck. Uh, my wife was like, "Why don't you get a crew neck? You have a billion hoodies." And I was like, okay, you do, you don't think I look weird in this? Like, I'm okay to go in public looking like this? And she's like, yeah, it's a, it's fine. And I was walking around the house wearing it, doing the the hands and pockets thing, like yeah. looking for it. And then I told her, I was like, this is why I don't buy crew necks. This is I'm very uncomfortable. And also, my neck was cold. It was the whole thing. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> Next up, I have a Tommy Bahama shirt. It was in good condition. Uh, I'm not too big on Hawaiian shirts, even though I bought a couple recently. But this one, um, 
it has a really cool embroidered graphic on the back. It's like a guitar that turns into a palm awesome, tree. That yeah. says "Plugged into Paradise Tour, Summer of 1993." Just a cool looking shirt, and for 5.99, it had some sold comps that were around 35, 40 bucks. So I was like, "All right, I'll take a chance on this one." Uh, when I was looking at that, I was like, "Make sure all the buttons are there. Make sure there's no pit stains, especially since it's a like beige or white shirt." Mm-hmm. Uh, stains are a big thing to look for. Um, the darker shirts you can kind of get by it sometimes, but the the light ones you can definitely see them. So looked good to me. So next up, I have this uh, this Pendleton shirt. Now this is cool because I've been looking for Pendleton shirts for a long time. Uh, I've heard Pendleton the name being thrown around. You know that it's a a valuable shirt for a long time. I've never actually found one out in the wild, and I found this one at your secret store. So I stole it out from under you, uh, sure. just like I do on a daily basis with a lot of stuff. But this uh, is true. We'll get to you, it. You also take good stuff from me, so I think it's just a good store. We have a, a nice store. Yeah, we have cleaned out the t-shirts. Oh yeah. Uh, neither one of us purchased that one Manny Pacquiao shirt that. Uh, they refuse to lower the price on, but I have no, like I've, I have you scanned it. I think it's, I don't, I don't even remember what it's worth, but it clearly was like to where I wasn't going to buy it. No, I think it's like a 15 to $20 shirt. uh, And they're selling it for like 10 or 12 or whatever it was. But, Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, this Pendleton shirt, if you're looking for him, I actually looked this one up by the RN number and a a bunch of them came up that they were like 40 bucks plus shipping for pre-owned ones. Uh, just a good company to look out for. Paid six bucks and hoping to get 40 plus shipping. Next up, I have three sweatshirts, uh, two hoodies and one crew neck. The crew neck is a University of Chicago crew neck. It's maroon. It's in good condition. Uh, that one has a couple solds on it already. The um, Michigan Go Blue, it's a Coliseum, which I don't think are usually too expensive, but uh, all these that I'm talking about were three dollars a piece, so I think I can make some money off of them. They're all clean, they're all in good shape. Uh, and the other one is a Hurley, the skate brand Hurley. Uh, yeah, I mean, for three bucks each, these are all clean. I would take these in a heartbeat every single time. Next up, I have. What do I have here? Oh, these are these are some of my favorites here. So. This was at Goodwill, and they wheeled out a rack in front of me, and all of these were on the rack. I just basically took all of them. There was actually more than this, uh, but I picked up seven. I think there's probably 11 are, or 12 yeah. different heavy heavy metal, death metal, whatever you want to call them, shirts. I got a bunch of different mm. ones here. So from the band Death, uh, one is a tribute to their guitarist. One is an Iron Maiden 2005 shirt. One is an incantation shirt. I think that's a death metal band. One is something I can't even read, but it has a listing, a, a sold for $50 plus shipping. Uh, one is a sabotage shirt, which was also a, a different person died in that band. Uh, that one, you can <laughs> see the listing I sold already for $40 plus shipping. Uh, and then a straight oh, that's, yours. that's awesome. Yeah. And so all of these, I think there's going to be some money and they're all either XLs or two XLs. So I think there's a little bit more money that could be made in there. Uh, just a being at Goodwill at the right time as they rolled something out in front of me. Yeah, no, these are, these are really cool shirts. Actually, I saw these, you had some of these listed and it was like, how and where? Yeah. We, uh, 
we talk about it all the time or yeah we already mentioned that before yeah i think uh yeah, you're getting really good with the shirts <laughs> i tell you what man i look at flipping bobby's store and i'm like holy cow he found all these things out in the wild like that's yeah. amazing yeah He's got so like, many on. great shirts and uh and i'm always like how about this uh nike shirt <laughs> that has a uh, cut off sleeves or whatever uh so yeah it's cool to actually be able to catch a break every once in a while at goodwill and find yeah. some cool metal shirts or whatever yeah these i like you said you already sold a few but yeah these are yeah these should go and then the last of my clothing uh i have two more hoodies they were 5.99 a piece one is a pac-man hoodie that was uh it's a white one uh similar one has sold for 40 dollars plus shipping recently and then the other one is a russian one with the uh russian hammer and sickle uh <laughs> ussr or whatever you want to say it's a cool color it's you know distressed looking you got to find yeah. the right buyer for that one but uh you know i, I think it's worth the pickup so we'll see i like how you threw it it's a uh, distressed looking <laughs> yeah yeah get your new word out there i'm gonna say it about every item from here on out next up we have a uh so that's it for my clothing stuff now we'll move on to my uh chefman cordless glass electric kettle distressed and 4.99 this is <laughs> Uh, bad boy it d- doesn't really have any solds as a complete thing but it does sell for parts and the parts go for about 25 dollars plus shipping total so i should be able oh. to make a couple bucks on that thing uh, and it does have the instructions too i that might be worth uh listing as well uh next up i have a oh these uh harry potter dobby interactive plush dolls i paid nine dollars each for these things uh, at Walgreens. The reason why hmm. I did was because I found a couple sold listings where they sold for like 50 bucks, which means someone w- was willing to spend 50 bucks on these things. Now they were paying international shipping on theirs. Oh uh, yeah, but, I see United yeah. Kingdom here. But I'm hoping. Uh, I mean, if I could sell them for 30 plus shipping, I would be absolutely happy with that. So that was kind of a take a stab at new merchandise or whatever. Dobby. Yep. Next I'm assuming up. you've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies. No, I have no clue what that is. I thought <laughs> that was like a Three Stooges guy or something. I, I have no clue. <laughs> uh, next up is Panasonic VCR VHS player PV-V4524S. The reason why I picked this was up at Goodwill. I, I don't dabble in electronics too much at Goodwill anymore because they're usually broken by the time I find them. Uh, but yeah. this one was in the green bins that they rolled out, so no one had taken a look at it yet. It looked in great condition. The remote was taped nicely to the side, and the cord was wrapped up really, really nicely and taped on the back. So if there's anything worth taking a shot VCR-wise at Goodwill, that's what you want to do when they're in very nice shape. It, it's more than likely someone just trying to get rid of a vcr they don't know what to do with it mm-hmm. uh rather yeah, than no, this is broken so this is very nice and especially most of the ones you see or at least that i've seen at goodwill are just I've not, i don't think i've seen a nice silver one i mean it's usually just black ones and they're all scratched to, yeah you know because there's just they're they part they're piled up and yeah it does kind of suck i kind of stay away i mean i still walk past the electronics mm-hmm. and just browse but i don't really take time on much so uh, but yeah, this looks awesome. Looks like yeah, five bucks into sixty plus shipping, hopefully. So uh, I do still have to test that one. But hmm. uh, next up, because we love baseball, 
on this podcast is a jumbo yeah. squeezy mates mlb five inch paul goldschmidt you know he plays for the st louis cardinals he had an awesome season by the oh, way i know yeah uh, just tell me off about him. it <laughs> actually don't tell me about it yeah uh 99 cents i paid for this thing it goes for 12 plus shipping uh keeping on the the toy train i found this derrick rose plush it's a bleacher creature 14 inch paid a dollar 99 only goes for about 10 bucks plus shipping probably don't know why i picked this up uh the day before i, I saw a joe kim noah one and I didn't pick that one up, but for some reason I picked up this Derek Rose. And both of them have tags. They're they're new. I could list them as new, but yeah. I don't know who's buying that. So, eh, uh, I mean, there's still a lot of people in Chicago that want him back. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm still a little bitter about his time here, but uh, I yeah, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Next up, I have this Willie Nelson Chia Pet. That's right, <laughs> Willie Nelson Chia Pet, and it's brand new. That's uh, the best part about it. Uh, the seal hasn't even been broken on that thing. I paid four ninety nine. It goes for about twenty five plus shipping. Is this Goodwill? Uh, <clears throat> Goodwill, yep. Yeah. Well. And then my uh, my super Goodwill find of the the week, month, year. This Fujifilm Wilson's Continental Deli camera. It's a disposable camera. It's got whatever Wilson's Continental Deli decoration on the front. It is a Fujifilm camera still in the original plastic so it's not used um i didn't find one exactly like this but i found like a marlboro one and just a regular one that was in a bag uh that was unused and they go for about 13 plus shipping and that's kind of what i was hoping with this thing if i can squeeze eight nine ten bucks out of it i'd be happy it might just end up in the trash though i don't know it's still it's just it's kind of weird though because i've you know obviously geez you were at my wedding like every table had disposable cameras and it's amazing to me just like how basic they were. But this looks weird because I've never, you know, everyone in the world had disposable cameras and has used them, but I've never seen one that have company logos on them. So that yeah. is kind of strange, like the Marlboro one. And then uh, this, what, whichever one you have, I don't know, maybe they did a line where they were putting like company names out, you know, something like that. Yeah, I was really hoping that that Continental Deli was something more special than it was. I looked it up and there was some listings on eBay for that Continental Deli, but there's no solds of anything that they've ever done. So, wow, uh, not not a good sign. Not a good sign. Uh, but that's well. it for me, Goff. What about you? What's your GST? All right. So I don't have as many as you, but uh, I think I got some pretty, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I think I got some pretty good ones here. So, all right. uh, The first one is a bucket of soldiers. And this is from the movie toy story. I'm told because of the toy story logo on the side of the bucket. I have not seen toy story. Yeah, I know I'm going to hell. So anyway, (laughs) this thing uh, was uh, three bucks and I did send you the picture, Sash. There's, if you, as you can see in there, it's like an assortment of uh, army figures. So that worries me a little bit. Like the ones that are like at the top, kind of the neon ones, those actually do say Pixar on the bottom of them. So I know those are legit, but some of the other actually sold listings I've seen also have multicolored shapes and sizes soldiers. So uh, I don't know. I think I could get like, you know, maybe 25 bucks for it. I'll take that. Uh, yeah, next up, watch the movie. I've I've seen Toy Story the original. It's one of those movies where I think I've seen it in segments enough time that I've probably seen uh, the whole movie, just never in one sitting. Uh, next up is a backpack I found at my secret shop. 
Uh, this is the Swiss Pegasus Winger backpack. Swiss being the you know the company uh, that makes the the those knives and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, this backpack I got it for eight bucks and uh, checked sold listings. There's some pretty recent ones actually. So this uh, like forty to fifty bucks in between there. Um, uh, this third one I have is uh, this is a Lego piece. This blue, uh, it's like twelve inches by twelve inches. I had no idea what this was. It was at Goodwill, just in the toys section. It was ninety nine cents. Uh, it just looked interesting to me. I just, it was more so just like, like, what the heck is that? Found out this is a Lego piece. It's a AquaZone base plate, number 1728. And uh, the most recent sale was just a few days ago. Actually, it sold for $19.99. So nice. um, not bad. Uh, this one, the next one, number four, is uh, this is the one I, I uh, brought up to you uh, when we talked the other night. I don't know how to price this because I can't find any comparisons to this because probably because I don't know how to uh, describe it. Like I have done Google Lens and it takes me to similar ones like this, like tie dyed uh, some of them just like with other different prints. But it it almost looks like one. It looks like the shirt was bleached kind of or like bleach got in with it. However, like the logo on the front and then even the NHL side on the middle they're not affected so clearly that wasn't the case here like this is how it was designed um or it just kind of it almost looks like a painting that has like water dripping on it and it's you know i can't describe it I, or, yeah. oh i just did describe it i can't uh <laughs> i don't know what it's yeah i mean i would definitely use the word water in there somehow mm -hmm. but like you're saying even when you put this thing through uh through google lens and you like check out other listings that are looking similar they don't have a word to describe what it looks like mm -hmm. this is a cool shirt you're gonna sell this thing because it looks i mean it's one of a kind or whatever you know what i mean you just mm -hmm. have to find the right islanders fan to pick it up i just i wouldn't know like water splashed yeah i'm you know just gonna I mean? No clue what to call this thing. <laughs> it, yeah, and it was uh, six ninety nine. It did get this at Goodwill, so um, that's kind of a nice feeling. I just I haven't got anything from Goodwill in a while, so that was good. And the, the brand for on the, this thing? Uh, it, this it just it's NHL branded. That's all. It's a, you know that's got the the NHL logo on the the inside, and I I can't even find like a T-shirt brand, so um, that's a tough one. And I noticed I just said I haven't found anything from Goodwill. The one right before this was from Goodwill. So <laughs> my nose. Okay. Uh, the fifth one I got, this is an Xbox 360 game. Kind of cool to find because whenever I come across any Xbox 360 games, they're sports games or they're Call of Duty or, um, you know, whatever games that don't sell. Uh, this one was sealed. However, it's weirdly sealed. Like it, you know, like it looks like it was resealed. Uh, it does have the Xbox logo on the side, uh, the seal. Uh, anyway, the game is called Samurai Showdown, and uh, again, it's sealed. Uh, some sa the most recent sales for a brand new one, and, and I don't think this is brand new, but I am still going to list it as sealed. Uh, about twenty-five bucks. However, uh, there have been that have sold for like forty-five bucks. I did reach out to Pee Wee on this one to ask him what he thought about the seal, and he said it does look like it's resealed, but check other ones to see what they look like and yeah this does not look like others so that's why i'm not going to try to go super high i'll probably go like start with like 35 whatever uh, something like that we'll see um but yeah i paid three bucks was, for that this was not a goodwill find right this was not a goodwill find no this was 
uh, just a, another one of the the stores that are on my way home from work. Uh, Another one, it was just kind of cool to see it. It was $3 and uh, it probably fetch about 20 bucks, 20, 25, perhaps. All righty. Next one I have. This one, I, I this was just kind of like a why not? Because I, for some reason, I really like gadgety type stuff. So portable DVD players kind of fall in that realm. Uh, this is the Panasonic DVD uh, slash LV70. It's a portable DVD player. I don't think I'm going to get a ton for this. I did test it out. It does work, but I think it has to be plugged into work, which kind of defeats the purpose. But I guess, you know, it's your kid sitting on his desk or whatever. Um, it does come with a cool leather bag, though. So uh, maybe I could get something for it. Uh, one of these did sell, but it was back in November. and It was for uh, $44.95. So maybe there are some listed. So I'm not very hopeful, but I paid seven bucks for it. Um, so we'll see. All right. Next up, uh, Nike Court Force, size 11 and a half. These are, I think they're, the, this color is technically green. That's what I was able to find, but it looks more brown to me. So I don't think they're faded. I just think it, I don't know, maybe it's the picture. These are in great shape. I did pay up for these. They were 18 bucks. However, the insoles are missing. So that does worry me a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, if it was up to me, I would... Um... I would purchase like just cheap insoles and put them in, but you got to put it in your listing somehow, whether you buy them or not, you have to make sure that you write either this doesn't have soles in it, or these soles are not the original soles if you get new ones. Uh, but I mean, besides that, the shoe looks very, very nice and it's in my size as well. I do accept gifts. <laughs> uh, I think mine too, actually. <laughs> these are, I mean, it's a cool looking shoe. I, I don't know too much about like, if soulless shoes sell, oof, that was tough to say on eBay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know what the better thing to do is just to like forget about getting new souls or just to say this is it as is and you take your. Um, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, because I don't want to put like I mean I don't know if I would have to buy specific ones that are ground force. You know, it just uh, I it seems that you know what I bought them for eighteen. If I can get like sixty, I'd be happy. Even if yeah. it was like fifty, I'd be fine. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go a little higher just because I haven't actually there was one other listing I think with this size, so that worries me a little because it's still sitting there. But uh, these things are in really good condition. Just uh, yeah. the insoles worries me so. Uh, okay. Um, and then the last thing I have, this was, uh, kind of, uh, I was excited about this one because it's another video game and I found this one at a place I don't go very often, which was half price books. Uh, the one that's kind of close to my house, it's nice because they have like a little nook area with, uh, all the video game stuff. And so it was kind of nice to be out of eyesight of all the employees and everyone else. However, it was funny, like by I was in there for probably 10, 15 minutes just pulling games out and scanning them. And uh this one is Castlevania Curse of Darkness for PS2. It was selling for $7.49. Took it out. I just again I was looking at a lot of ones that I haven't seen. I know Castlevania is big for Nintendo. They've made like a ton of you know spin-off those. There's a Netflix series, whatnot. So I scanned this and I couldn't believe it because the most recent one, which was like yesterday because well, i bought this thing yesterday so it would have been friday or whatever sold for 89.99 pre-owned and 
yeah, so that was one where I kept going down, and of course you would see the the bids in there because it would be 89, 79, 78, 32, uh-huh. 76, you know. So it's again those the ones who are trying to be smart. But yeah, so this um I actually did list this before we started recording, and um I think I put it either 7499 or 7999. Again, why the heck not? I'm just gonna do that because in the last two weeks there's been four sales of 7499 and higher. So this is a good one. Um, That's, however, yeah, great I, find, great find. Yeah, this freaked me out though because when I uh, pulled the the case out, I opened it. I wanted to check the disc, and there was no disc in there. However, luckily for me, because you know we're so used to Goodwill and like a lot of those places, just them putting the disc in there and just hoping it doesn't get stolen. Uh, Half Price Books keep their keeps their discs behind the counter, and the disc is perfect. So um, yeah, I was really happy with this find. So. Um, that's what I got for GST, my friend. Nice. That means it's time for the flip or bump of the week. This is when we talk about something that we're happy that we sold or maybe a mistake that helped us learn something along the way. Mine comes from the heart. Uh, I believe last time you were on the Ooh. show, you asked me about this. And also, you know, Pee Wee makes fun of me sometimes for selling random magazines like the uh, yep. that how to make a rocket one or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, that one sold. And this one also sold. This is a movie maker magazine with Aubrey Plaza on the cover. Uh, she it was on SNL last night, by the way. Yeah. And, uh, and ended the show in a Megadeth shirt, which that's a, a reference to something I found earlier. No slit. There was no slit in the thing. But anyway, this uh, this is something I bought just for myself to read. And then uh, I was like, well, I read it. Let's just put it up and see if it sells because I'd, I'd rather sell it than toss it out. And it sold for $14.95 uh, free shipping. And I will take my money all the way to the bank. <laughs> That's right. Good call. What do you got? All right. So my flip of the week uh, actually has to do with you. Uh, so over the summer, I bought a Pioneer CD player, a car uh, CD player. Really nice. I knew it was used. Uh, it was uh, the the box looked very good. I asked the uh, the people. They wanted ten bucks for it. Didn't argue with them on it because I I opened the box. I could tell it wasn't brand new, but it still had like the cardboard holding it in place, and it looked really nice. So I was I was more than happy to pay ten bucks. But uh, yeah, it's the FM AM tuner DEH P two thousand. So. This one, I I didn't know what to do with because I could not test it. I didn't. I was not gonna assemble or you know like tear my car apart just to try to like plug this thing in. I was trying to watch YouTube videos. They're like, you can hook it up to a car battery, and it's like I'm not doing any of that. So I reached out to you actually and was like, what would you do? Have you ever sold something that you couldn't test? And you said in this situation, I would just put free returns because I actually don't have free returns on any of my items except this one I did. And sure enough, after a while, a lot of price drops uh, over the months. Someone messaged me, asked if it worked. I was honest with them and said, I don't know, but there are free returns if it doesn't. And uh, he bought it immediately. And then I got positive feedback a couple of days later. And uh, this morning, a message from that guy just being like, hey, I don't know if you saw the positive feedback, but it worked. Thanks again. So that was awesome. Um, yeah, I take full credit for that one, even though that doesn't sound like something I would tell you. <laughs> I, I remember you totally did. So I'll take it. Uh, 
And then do you mind if I do a quick bump? I'll try to make this quick. Bump it up, my friend. All right, buddy. So I uh, it's funny just because I thought of this last week. I remember you guys ending the show talking about how you haven't had many bumps lately, or at least you haven't mentioned them on the show. So uh, I'll try to make this story quick. I was uh, at the secret shop a couple days ago, uh, just walking through, doing my rounds. And I can overhear a man and a woman talking about some item. They're talking about the price. Uh, the guy doesn't want to pay $3 or however much these this thing is. Not really invested until I start hearing her say like, oh, do you think it's more expensive than that? You know, to, whatever, whatever. So I can tell like this guy just doesn't want to pay the $3. There's a, there was a, there just happened to be a woman who came, came over in the middle of this. They weren't arguing or anything, but she's like, oh yeah, I saw those glasses recently at Goodwill for two bucks. So now this guy's like using her as leverage almost. He's like looking back. And so after he does, uh, um, I'm a regular drop. Which is funny because clearly the woman who he's dealing with has <laughs> not a situation, but she's like, all right, I'll go get her and we'll see. So the manager comes up, they talk for a couple minutes and I am this whole time. I've just been kind of like circling around this conversation like a hawk, but just scanning every single thing, you know, just in case. That's why I think that's how I found the backpack, actually, that I <laughs> talked about earlier. So, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so anyway, it, it was decided that they were not going to drop the price on these. And the what they were, I don't even think I said, they were Garfield glasses, the ones that McDonald's offered back in like 1978. It actually has the stamp on them. And I could just see that these things were nice. And uh, so the guy didn't want to pay the three bucks. Now the manager and the other woman are standing in front of this and, and I'm standing behind them in one of the aisles looking through and I just hear them like, oh, well, you know, how much is it worth? So she pulls out her phone, goes, goes to Google Lens. So now I'm watching her phone through the aisle like a creep <laughs> uh, and i can see that they're they're actually there's there's some listings coming up on like etsy poshmark all these other ones other oh, 40 bucks 40 bucks so i'm just like i'm ready to stop these ladies and just be like you know I'm, i'll pay you more i'll pay you five bucks for these things you know instead of three uh, so i didn't end up doing that the lady goes up front and I overhear her and another woman talking about like, oh, maybe we'll just post them online, which I didn't know they do. So I don't know if they have their own eBay store or if, um, you know, maybe they have uh, their, their own online store. So so I was kind of bummed, needless to say. And then just the conversation ended. And then as I was just kind of walking closer to the front, I noticed that the mugs were still in the store. She didn't they weren't going to get repriced. The woman just took him and moved them up front, put them closer to the front door so someone would see them, knowing that a sap like myself would buy them, which is what happened when I noticed these things and I made a beeline right to them, making eye contact with the woman who earlier told the guy she saw him for two bucks because in my head she was trying to um, get the mugs for herself. But anyway, I asked the woman at, or the girl working at the counter and I was like, hey, uh, can I buy these? Are they still for sale? And she was kind of laughing. I think from the, whatever happened with the guy before he was gone at this point, she's like, yes, you can, you can buy them. It's totally fine. Uh, and I could tell she was like laughing a, because it was just kind of absurd that like how much the guy was wanted to pay or didn't want to pay. Uh, turns out it's not, which, uh, these things aren't worth that much money. I paid $3 each for four of them. So it was just over 12 bucks with tax. <laughs> 
there you can you could probably sell these comfortably for like nineteen ninety nine, <laughs> and I mean they're in really good shape too. But there are so many of these things. So yeah, that's my these, bump. Uh... Just going through all of that because sorry, sorry. No. During all of this, the one thing I didn't do was just look on my own phone because I was too busy <laughs> watching this woman Google lens it and everything. And the fact that I could see the guy holding this mug and I I recognized it, I was like, oh my God, those were from McDonald's. And nope. <laughs> I so, also saw yeah. these at the store and um, I stopped and I looked at them because I was like, I wonder if they're worth anything because I know my parents have them in their house as well. Of, and, yeah, of course. So I looked it up, and I think the first listing I saw said something like fourteen or fifteen dollars mm-hmm. plus shipping or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then I was like, well, let me see what they say, how much they are. If they're fifty cents a piece, maybe I can pick them up and try selling them for twenty plus shipping or whatever. And they were three bucks a piece, and I was just like, no, no, I'm out of here. Uh, this was probably like I bet the time you saw him was when I saw you in there, and so yeah. you probably had already been like these things are worthless. And then like a day later, I come in and it's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like I just made it the flip of the week, and uh, so yeah, so that is my uh, bump of the week. And now it's time for well, 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 what do we have here? Uh, mine for you is uh, you have this lot of nine Playboy magazines. Entertainment Ooh. for Men, 1996 to 2003, Sable, Electra, etc. I do think you're going to sell these eventually. People collect them and whatever. Maybe you have to drop the price a little bit. I don't know what these things go for. It's not what I collect. I'm sorry. Uh, my question for you <laughs> is, missing out, bud. is this what you collect? Is this your stuff? Is this your, your brother's stuff? Is this uh, your sister's stuff? <laughs> Whose stuff is this? Where'd you get it from? Or did you actually find this at Goodwill? In, in, <laughs> where, what's the story here? Yeah, they were right up front at Goodwill. <laughs> um, no, th- this it, it, really, there's no like nothing gross or disgusting about this. Or yes, they are Playboy magazines. Uh, to be honest, I used to collect Stuff Magazine, FHM, Maxim. Those were really hot back then. And in my ventures, just finding old stuff at my parents' house, I did find a huge bin of my old stuff magazines. And I do remember I found some like a year ago that actually did sell. I lotted them up and I sold like five or six for like 30 bucks. So why not? So I grabbed the whole bin and honest to God, these Playboys were in there. I have no idea whose they are. They are not mine. But I did, um, like, I put Sable's name up front because I thought maybe that would be a big one, obviously, uh-huh. just because she was, you know, with the wrestling fans. And one of them's uh, Ginger Spice, too. So, um, you know, there was some kind of rare ones. But, yeah, I uh, I didn't pay anything for them. So if they sell, great. If not, then who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and for you, I have... Uh, because again, I, I, since I've listened to every single one of these shows, it's hard to find something that I don't think I've heard you talk about. But uh, the one that I have run across a few times is this uh, hoodie by it says the hundreds medium bomb pullover hoodie. So what is the hundreds? Is this like a band I've never heard of? We listen to a lot of the same music, but I've never heard of this band. If no, it's the, this is a uh, it's a clothing company. Uh, oh, the hundreds is the name of the clothing company. They, I don't know what it is, but they have a lot of their stuff has bombs on it. 
Uh, this okay. is kind of like a close-up of it. I wasn't able to find one that was exactly the same like this, which I kind of like because then I could say it's rare, even if it's uh, not rare. Uh, but they have all kinds of... I mean, they're priced all over the place. I'm actually looking at right now on their website, and they have new pullover hoodies from you know 45 bucks 50 bucks up to 60 here uh down to a crew neck for 40 uh so they have all kinds of different clothing and you know my hope was that this was just something that was uh, a little bit more rare and that somebody likes to see it so i i think i've sold this thing once already uh but the person didn't end up buying it so i relisted it and i've been dropping the price a little bit as uh as it doesn't seem to be selling as quick as I would have hoped to, <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, I've, I've I've been seeing this bad boy for a while. Well, that's it, Goff. We made it. We made it through one show taping. How about it, my friend? One, just one. It was great. It was awesome. This is the best recording we've had ever. And don't look for uh, you know, what's that thing called? If you can't make uh, if you can't see something. If there's changes throughout, like a movie or whatever, like inconsistencies or something, like uh, like don't look yeah, at a video you... and then wonder why I'm wearing a hoodie for like 20 minutes and then not wearing a hoodie and then wearing a hoodie again. Uh, and yeah, and if you are watching the video, there was a sticker right here. Sasha did not na- make me take that off. <laughs> all of a sudden, like yeah, you're probably wondering. It's like oh, that's a cool sticker, and then all of a sudden it's just gone. Sasha's like. Tap! get off that's not what happened but none of these things are going to happen so it's all good let the record show that uh we started recording this at 9 p.m central standard time and it is currently <laughs> 1 a.m and uh it is not a four-hour episode so that's no. it for the show everybody <laughs> thanks for listening if you want to get a hold of us uh just email us flips and bumps podcast at gmail.com follow us on instagram and twitter at flips and bumps and most importantly don't forget that we drop new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com, although it's going to be late this week, but you won't (laughs) get this notice until after you've heard the episode. Anyway, Goff, uh, plug your stuff and say something for the record. Tell the people what you feel. All right, real quick, one more uh, time. Hcopia underscore podcast on Instagram. That's Horacopia, my other podcast. Uh, My other podcast, as if this is one of mine. Sorry. Uh, and then Citizens of Pawnee podcast is the other one I do for Parks and Rec. Uh, on Instagram, check me out at DuPage Reseller. That's just, uh, you know, for this kind of stuff. Uh, and that's it. So um, I just want to say real quick to all the Midwesterners, to all the people on the East Coast, to all the people up North, we're going to get through this, guys. A few more months, we'll be out to their garage sailing again. It's going to be good. That's Listen all to the Vandals, and we'll see you next week. Later.